Hello, I am Joyce Johnson, author, speaker, sales champion, and coach. Welcome to Let's Talk About It, hashtag college life, the podcast where we discuss opportunities and challenges that college students experience during their college journey. Thank you for listening. So welcome back to Let's Talk About It, hashtag college life. As I said before, I am Joyce Johnson, your host. Um, today, we have a senior from Purview A&M University, Mr. Keeley Sims with us. Thank you for joining us as our special guest today. Why don't you share a little bit about yourself with the audience? Thank you for having me, Ms. Joyce Johnson. I am Akili Sims. I am a senior finance major from Purview A&M University. I am from Houston, Texas. I am a high school graduate of Silent Lakes Go Spartans, class of 2016. I am definitely looking for a career in sales, definitely trying to continue with customer interactions, as I am also working with Nike and on campus at Prairie View. And I'm definitely just want to see where my career goes. Awesome. So you said you're a PV grad. Everyone, if they've been listening um, to the podcast, they know I'm also a PV grad. So PV. go PV on the hill, right? So um, so was PV your first choice? Tell me um, what made you decide to attend Prairie View. The final decision of me choosing Preview A&M University was the sense of home. My original choice was actually Kansas State University. My mom, Shorewar, had, had connections in Kansas and was able to help me and guide me with my college career at Kansas State. But me being out of state didn't feel like I was home. So choosing Preview, being raised in Preview in the city and the campus, I had a sense of home in knowing that it can help me develop me to the better man in, in my career that I want to be in. Okay. So when you say um, PV was sense of home and um, you were there, um, tell us a little bit about, so you grew up in Purview, a family in PV? I, I am actually a fourth generation Purview a student. Currently, my mom is a teacher on campus and my grandfather was also a counselor at Purview a University. No. They did tell me not to come to campus. They wanted me to have a sense of freedom and my own individual mind. But since I've always been raised around the campus, it felt I felt most comfortable being in, and attending Preview A&M University. Oh, that's great. So, um, and just just full disclosure here, you guys. Um, when he say his mother um, had a sorority um, that was at Kansas State, his mother is my sorority sister. We pledged together, and um, so we also know Zelia who is over at Kansas State. So did you actually go to Kansas State before PV? I did not. I am, okay. when I was a freshman, I definitely came into Preview as a freshman. Okay. I did take a tour at Kansas State and did take a tour at Preview as well. And viewing the campus, Kansas State is a very beautiful campus, but Preview felt more comfortable compared yeah. to Kansas State. You know, and Preview is also just an amazingly beautiful campus. And I, I share with people all the time, college campuses, and golf courses are two who are the most beautiful, um, you know, um, campuses and, and areas that you could be in. Um, just the purview has really grown into an amazing campus. So you said that you've been studying finance at PV. So when you went into purview um, thinking that you were going to be a finance manager, what type of job did you see yourself in upon graduation? Originally, I kind of view myself as a finance planner. And the reason why I say I say that is because during that summer coming into my freshman year, I was part of the business scholastic scholars program, which is a summer program that kind of transitioned you from high school into college. Okay. And doing that, we had a project where we had to make create a 
mock business and I was in charge of the finances. So with that and for me to give good numbers and be able to present to my teacher about my project, I felt comfortable being a finance planner. But growing in and learning into college and working at Nike, I kind of grew into sales and helping more customers versus being a financial planner. Okay. So on campus, I know there is a wealth of resources, right? And organizations. What organizations or resources have you taken advantage of as a college student to help you prepare um, for your career after college? I want to give a big shout out to Enactus. Enactus, they have definitely helped me the most throughout my college experience. When I first went into college, my mentor during the program, Ms. Walker, she definitely introduced me into the organization. When she first introduced me, it was very small and new. So with that being said, we was, I was able to help make it grow, have more of a crowd. Also, we had hosted a pop-up shop for business owners on Prairie View campus. We have a lot of entre- young entrepreneurs at Prairie View A&M. So for this pop-up shop and to get everybody engaged with us, while also the organization, it kind of helped and that helped me build also interview skills. It also helped me build my first resume to receive my first job at Nike. So I'm very much grateful to enact this as an organization on campus. Also, Prairie Fine Association, where I was able to be comfortable within people who are also in my major as well. And hearing also their views on what they want to do with their finance degree also helped me make my decision as well. Great. So tell me the name of that organization again when you first came in. Enactus, E-N-A-C-T-U-S. Okay. Uh, And do they have that on other college campuses as well, or is that something um, at PV? It is actually a nationwide organization. When I first attended Prairie View, I actually attended the conference in Grapevine, Texas, which is usually hosted every fall semester. It's a lot of chapters between, well, when I attended, it was not just HBCs, but also PWIs. Last I remember, Texas State was also in attendance. UNT was also in attendance. And the, the first HBCU was also Grambling. They attended, and it was they had companies such as Sutherland Glazers, okay. Walmart, PepsiCo, and also Walgreens and CVS. They had a conference well, to help. Good. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I mean, I, I want the listeners to hone into this organization because it wasn't just something that Akili was able to um, interact with on his college campus, but it's a program that's offered on all college campuses. So if you're a finance major and you're looking for a way to do some networking on campus and away from campus. As he said, he attended an event or a conference that they had um, in the Dallas area. Is that grapevine? I'm thinking that's Dallas. Okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and also, it's not just finance majors. It's to open to all business majors, management, marketing, MISY. It's not just the finance. It's just okay. to help you engage with interviews and just to network within companies as well. Been better. So all you business majors out there, Hey, he just gave, he just shared an organization with you that you can engage in to help you um, expand and and prepare um, for, I guess, within your college journey for after you're done with school. So um, that's great. So tell me, you know, you went into college and I just happen to know that you're a very talented young man. So um, you went in, you played the violin in college. And, um, you know, you were engaged um, in some other activities. So were you there on a music scholarship as well, or you just participated in music? I just participated in music. Prairie View Orchestra program was not very large. So it was around eight people in the program. So not many scholarships were being offered. So it was a matter of your personal, if you love the instrument, if you want to have fun, 
come join the orchestra. And that's definitely where I want to get active on campus with the orchestra program. And it was a way for me to stay in touch with being musically inclined from high school into college. Good. So how is, you know, I, I was um, out and about yesterday and I met a young man. He just released his first album. I can't think of his name now. He downloaded it on my Apple podcast. And so I said that I promised him that I would listen to his album. And I did listen a little bit today. Um, his name is Lavon. Um, from Young Lovers or something like that. He's an R&B um, performer. But how has is, how is music inspired you? Um, just Or how has music um, just contributed to you as an individual? Personally, well, coming into middle school, I've always, I was told I had to play an instrument. I've had no choice. But for me to pick the violin, it was my personal choice. And it was very different. Not, not many people in my family usually play violin. It's either piano or percussion. So for me to play violin and then have the skill to listen to a song, a hip hop song online and kind of play on violin, it's helped me keep my that passion within me. I always love to do it. It's fun and it's something different. It's always a new skill that I'm able to have that I'll have over another competition. That's great. And you're absolutely right. Um, I always tell my niece to make sure she keeps up with her guitar skills. Um, I remember Hurricane Houston. Um, a couple of years back and we we're sitting in my building and everyone's taking food, like whatever they had in their house. So we kind of had a potluck and I didn't have any food. So I made a batch of margaritas for everyone. But um, a gentleman came down and he brought his instrument down and we were just sitting in the building and listening to music and doing karaoke um, to the instrument. You know, they run backup power. So we didn't want to use too much of the electricity and things. And so I think it's always great to have that person. Um, music brings everyone together. So I can, if I can encourage you to continue with your music, um, it would be great. I, you know, I definitely recommend it. You, you know, always keep it up. I'm definitely, and, I definitely am. My grandfather, he was a great jazz musician also on Prairie Indian University. So in memory of him, I definitely want to keep playing and have that skill within me just in, in honor of him. Great. You didn't mention um, that you were told you have to choose an instrument. Yeah, yeah. I'm within my mom's side of the family. They kind of want us to have at least one fine art talent within us, just to keep the family line going. A lot of them do play are musically inclined. So I mean, even though I was told, but I still had fun and made the best of the situation. Either way. Wow. No pressure. <laughs> nah. Not not just just the. A tad, but not too much. Have fun with it. I don't it. think your mother's ever played an instrument for us. I'll have she, to. She actually, she still plays piano. Just, if she don't tell you, just know I did. She still kind of plays a little piano. Okay. I'll have to bring that up at our next huddle. She's going to say she never does play piano, but just know. Yeah, that's okay. You told me now I have that. <laughs> so, you know, with this podcast, again, we talk about, you know, the great things that are happening with you, amazing college students. I mean, I love working with college students. I think college is like the most interesting time in your life when you're, you know, getting to or transitioning to adulting, as I say. Um, but have you had any challenges while you've been in school um, that you've had to overcome? And how did you get past that? One big challenge I can actually say while attending Prairie View even though I'm very close to home, I got to, I still have to be independent. So with my mother working on campus, as a helping hand, that's a helping aid, but I still want to feel I need to be, grow up and be on my own. So I had to find it. I wanted to find a job. I wanted to work 
I wanted to be able to provide for myself. I still wanted to have the sense of freedom while still being close to home and being close to family. So coming to Prairie View, even though my parents told me I didn't have to go live on campus, I am, I wasn't a commuter. I stayed on campus. Even within that, I was able to find what I need to do, find find the way for me to find a source of income, go find work and still be close to home and still have the sense of independence that I wanted. So that, I can say that was the biggest challenge for me going to Prairie View a University. Just finding being, work yeah. and been able to provide. Yes, you know, we we talked about that a little bit. What is um, rent like on college campuses now? What is that expense like? I know uh, my goddaughter is wanting to move off campus, and I lived off campus after my first year. But I, you know, I know college um, room and board is very expensive. But what are rents like now for college students? It's a bill. When <laughs> when it's a bill. So when whenever your parents say you're not paying for anything, if you're paying for rent out of pocket, it is a bill. I. This year, I'm living off campus, and I'm paying for rent, work, working to pay rent, and it is not cheap at all. Wow. So it also taught me to manage my money better and manage what I wanted to do. So I can definitely say that also helped me with adulting. It sucks, but it has definitely helped. But rent is not cheap. It is definitely something you have to work for. And if you definitely don't want to get evicted, pay your rent at the first of the month. Don't want to get evicted. I mean, that's a good point. And, and, and make sure you pay your rent because that's where you're going to live. That's how you can have roof over your head. That's your, your first layer of stability, you know? Um, so how does that work on college campuses when you guys are off campus? Is everything included in your rent, like your electric and all those things, or is it you're paying things separately? It depends on the establishment to where you stay. Where I'm currently residing in Panther Hill Apartments, I have to pay for my rent for also utilities and for also internet services. So all that's also out of pocket. The only thing that is provided is definitely electricity, a washer and dryer, oven, microwave, bedding, bath, all the basics within the student apartment complex. Everything else, the extras you have to pay for yourself out of pocket. Extras out of pocket, okay. Wow, well, you know what? Um, Kudos to you for, for that and for taking that on. And, you know, and like you say, you could have stayed home, but you wanted to experience campus life and you put that responsibility on yourself. And I, I see a positive in both. I see a positive in being able to live home and, um, and, you know, study and save and what have you. But I also see a positive in, like I said earlier, the adulting piece and being able to understand responsibilities of getting yourself up in the morning, getting yourself to class getting yourself to work and being able to learn how to pay bills. You don't want your first job to be, you know, in another state away from home and you get there and you say, what now? You're stuck. You got it. Right. So, um, so you mentioned working at Nike. Yes, ma'am. How has that been for you? It hasn't been, it's been actually very good. It's, it's also taught me communication. When I first started at Nike, I was a freshman I was still trying to experience college while being able to work. The spring semester, I was participating in the freshman step dorm step off that the UC has in Prairie View mm-hmm. University. For all everyone that's listening who wants to attend Prairie View, the UC dorm step off is a very fun event, teach you bonding and everything, especially responsibility as a student. But within that, I had to communicate with my manager. I had to go to practice. I was the captain of my team. So I had to communicate with my manager saying, I have to go here, I have to go to a meeting. I'm not be able to come to work, but if you, I want to work with the company still. 
And he right. said, just schedule your availability with the times you are free. We will definitely want to work with you. We don't want you to leave because of this setback. And the end result, after it was all over, I was able to find time to work while still do step. And it definitely taught me how to manage my time even more because I still had to be a student. And the point is to graduate at the end of the day. And to, and to, and to have the college experience, right? As well. And, and, and have the full the college experience. You know, this young lady, um, I spoke on Saturday at the um, at the um, HBCU, Sterical um, Black College University's Alumni Nations College Fair here in Houston. And a young lady who's a college student, um, she graduated about two years ago, shared with the students. She said, party as hard as you study. <laughs> I said... Hey, retweet that, actually. Retweet. I, do you guys? I... I Especially, like, I can no. speak on, since Preview, everyone considers Preview a party school. It is not, it's only a party if you make it a party. Just take care of your work, take care of responsibility first, and have fun after and be social. Yeah, so she said that, and I was like, no, study as hard as you know. Put the study part first, right? So you can study a lot more. So if you study a lot, then you can part, like, you know, balance it out. <laughs> but at any rate, at that, um, you know, at that fair, she mentioned her talk about her struggle in finding uh, an opportunity um, upon graduating and the company she was having an internship with, they actually offered her a job and she was shocked because she didn't know that that was coming. So with you working as Nike at Nike, I just want to make a, a small point or a big point actually, is that I always tell college students, no matter what organization you're working for, large companies have all types of jobs. And be open to relocating, you know, because Nike definitely, you know, there's probably a management training program you can do. There's um, a general manager role you could probably get into or um, move into finance, into marketing skills. Every company has everything, right? And I was sharing with another young woman to apply for the scholarships that McDonald's offer because she works at McDonald's so that she can get it for school. And then McDonald's is so amazing of a company that even within their franchises, that if you go off to college and there's a store by you or near you, I should say, they will um, help you get a transfer. Hmm. So wherever you are, whatever company or organization you're working for, look internally first, network internally, make sure you have a good work history, make sure you're showing up to work on time, that you're expressing who you are and what your goals are and what you're doing to, um, as you're adulting, to, um, you know, prepare for your career and make sure that your leadership team knows that so they can help you along the way. Your voice definitely matters at nike they always tell you voice your concerns everything you say definitely has an impact no matter how small i'm, I'm a part-time athlete even though that that is the the lowest rank but i still voice my concerns i definitely still have have a voice i definitely want to share sometimes my ideas might not be a manager's idea but sometimes it can still help no idea is a bad idea no matter how small it may be to me and that's how i always worked through nike and that definitely helped restore and that's helped me in my career that's great. So, you know, on that point of talking to them about what you're planning, um, you know, upon graduation, because you'll be graduating soon, what, um, how have you um, prepared yourself or what meetings have you had internally or plan to have internally to look for a job with inside the company? One, they definitely share all the opportunities that they have within the company. 
well, at the Nike where I'm located in Cypress, Texas, they definitely have postings of all interviews, even mock interviews, leaders from higher up. We've ha- recently we've had our community leader. He's also staying located in our store right now. So all community events are coming through him, through Cypress, and being active in the community as we speak. We recently had a Special Olympics program, not program, but activity event where we had athletes go to um, Cypher Middle School and referee and cheer on the little the Special Olympics kids That's in awesome. basketball. That's in awesome. basketball. And it was a very fun event. And we definitely, it was 8 o'clock Sunday morning. So it was bright and early. We're college students. We're all tired. But we still had fun with the kids and we're still be able to get active in the community that day. That's great. And and that's the, the amazing thing about college students. You guys, now whenever I speak with any of you, you start talking about the kids. <laughs> my, my, that they're like the age you were like four years ago. Now, yeah, the kids. We go and we volunteer with the kids. I love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I feel so, old now. <laughs> don't feel old. You're still young. You're still young. But time is going by fast, isn't it? You're not wrong about time. It's already March. So you guys should see his face while we're having this conversation. This podcast is audio, but I do like to um, see the interviewees as we're talking so that, you know, we can build that connection. So you should see in his face right now when he mentioned <laughs> that. Hilarious. So here we are now, like you say, is March. What's, what's the game plan? What, what's the game plan um, to be able to secure an opportunity for yourself upon graduation? I want to actually thank you directly, Ms. Joyce. You've actually helped me with a lot of my process to be able to get a job. I mean, at first I kind of, I had a, I didn't feel like I was ready actually. I didn't know how to go into an interview with the elevator pitch, how to close. I didn't feel I was as prepared as I am now. Even though I'm still learning as we speak, even through this podcast is something new, but I still feel more comfortable going into it versus not doing it at all. So in coming this summer, I would like to get an internship in sales with any company that is listening to this podcast as well. I just want to throw that out there. Got to put that out there. Hey, I, I mean, there's how will they know? How, how will they, they know? know? How will they know? See, I'm, I'm using what we learned as we speak on the podcast. I don't think this is professional, mind you. I'm sorry. But even within that, I still want my name to be out there. I still want to network and be more comfortable with businesses even on just a retail level to a corporate level as well. Right. And, you know, and, and you mentioned that we've been talking some. And um, as I said, one of our first conversations, preparation equals confidence. And so if there's anything that I want students to know is that you're all, we all have something special about us. You know, each and every one of you are very unique people, special people. The fact that you've been able to go to college and through college you know, a lot of people don't make it to college. You mentioned um, early on that you're four generations of college student on one side of your family, and your first generation on another side of your family. So that tells us that a lot of people don't accomplish what you are accomplishing right now. And so it's something to be very proud of. And then a lot of people don't get through college, right? Because of whatever challenges and things that they're having are a change of life. So, um, you know, as you guys have listened to this podcast, Achilles talked about he plays violin. Um, he's also ran track in the past. I know his dad's a track advocate. 
Um, he speaks two languages. Tell him about your languages. I speak fluent English and I'm learning and trying to master Chinese Mandarin as well. And? And also learning and mastering Spanish also. Okay. So now he leaves college with three languages um, that he is going to be working on. And so all of those things that you may not think are, are strong, um, they are things that make you the unique person that you are and that employers are going to appreciate. So, so I just encourage all of you to be able to, we mentioned elevator pitch, to build your elevator pitch. Google that if you don't know what an elevator pitch is and begin to prepare. prepare. Um, you know, preparation, like I said, equals confidence. And then also you have to have a plan. So that's why I asked you, what's your plan, right? You got to know where, what you want to do and what you want to accomplish. But kudos to you um, for working hard, for being coachable. Thank, thank you. Thank you. You know, hey, you guys got to be coachable out there. Got, right? Got to follow before you can lead. Got to follow. You got to follow. You know, um, another young man I interviewed on this um, podcast, and I just love him, Jacoby Nan. He said, you know, I think he's, you know, he said that best. You have to be coachable. You have to be able to take that feedback and run with it. And that's why um, a lot of companies also like to hire athletes because they feel that athletes understand coaching and how to receive feedback and, you know, and implement those changes that the the coaches or the leaders are telling them so if we had to if you had to um, give one piece of advice to those students out there listening and preparing for graduation sort of like the same people that are in your shoes um what would that be finish one as you've seen within life within everything is nipsey hustle kobe bryant is always finished no there's nothing that there's nothing that needs to be stopped you're not limited to just one thing. You're not limited to just stopping and quitting. You can always finish because the end result is the best result. And that's the result you always want to achieve. That can be my final words to everybody. Well said. Finish. And so if um, the students listening or individuals listening want to know how to find you, where are you on social media? How does they get in touch with you? My... I would like to say, not Instagram, Twitter at Akili, A-K-I-L-I, Sims, S-I-M-S, one. You can also email me at Akili, A-K-I-L-I, dot C, dot Sims, S-I-M-S, at gmail.com. Also on LinkedIn, Akili, A-K-I-L-I, Sims, S-I-M-S, and that would be, those are the ways to communicate with me best. Great. I love it because you gave your professional networks as well. You know, and, and that's that so one. great. Can't yes, when one. you college students are beginning to look for jobs, you got to be LinkedIn powered, right? And, yes, ma'am. And be able to give them that, that information. So I'm happy that you put that out there. So I, th- I want to thank you for joining today. I appreciate you um, being on the podcast. Thank you. And for um, you're so welcome. So, um, you know, for those out there listening, again, I am Joyce Johnson, author, speaker, sales champion, and coach. You can visit my website at www.iamjoycejohnson.com. I'm also launching my next book on April 7th. Um, Listen in, tune in for a free download that we're going to offer. And that's um, at whysalesforathletes.com as well as whysalesforathletes on Facebook. Um, We're going to take it live from LA on April 7th. Then I'm at I am Joyce Johnson on all the social networks. So whether that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. 
Again, thank you for joining. We appreciate your support. Make it a great day.